It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. We've got Brett Taylor this morning, not Brett. Brett, good morning. How are you going? Good morning. Now, you've got a bit of a frog in the throat. I do. I do. I think it all started last weekend, cheering home West Coast against Richmond. Oh, good point. I'm a very um, vocal sort of watcher of sport, and I I can't help myself. I scream at the TV, and I think it's just gone downhill from there. So... Um, yeah, this morning it's Brett, not Brett. Well, we all know, too, you are a member of the West Coast Year Squad and you do get on the floggers <laughs> on the fence. Now, usually I turn up unwashed, hungover, dirty clothes. And you're fresh this morning. I'm as fresh as a daisy for one reason, Brett. Why is that? Four-time NBL champion. Four. Let that sink in. Yeah, sink in. Four-time Greg Hire, welcome. Oh, mate, what an absolute privilege and pleasure. What well, an introduction. Yeah, you I really so built that up. So, the... Britt, I usually just turn up smelling and no good, doesn't worry me. But, do, mate, so. a four-timer's in. Yeah, Look at yeah. it. You're it's welcome. as clean as a whistle. No, I appreciate it. And similar to you, I'm a massive uh, sports fan. Unlike you, Britt, I had to have uh, the kids asleep last week. So yes. I was, had to celebrate emphatically. That's even a word, but yeah. very quietly. I um, saw that on socials. It went a bit viral, actually. I was not expecting that at all. So When's I the had... cushion due? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I have people asking, was there a kid in there? Well, I would have thrown him through the window. So, um, Mate, no, incredible scene. They had good sport, bang. We had a draw last oh. week. We had Josh Kennedy. We had the, a kick after sign last night. And, of course, the NBL last night. We will get to. We'll dig a little bit deeper after the first break. But uh, heartbreaking, but I thought a fairly tough effort. If you thought uh, Bryce Cotton out, Mitch Norton yeah. on limited duties, Clint Steindl injured at the game mm. and you'd have a shot to tie it, yep. I'd say you're out of your mind and it was a, an incredible effort by the lads. Last night, the NBL, game one of the grand final series. Incredible stuff. Uh. Blanchfield's pass is an errant one. Mooney puts the ball on the floor. Time expiring. Wagstaff misses from underneath. Melvin, keep it in. Now Perth needs a foul. They can't get oh, it done no. initially. McCann- Melbourne survive. Melbourne, uh, Greg, you've obviously played a mm. lot of basketball. And Melbourne United, like the Collingwood of the league, are they flogged? No, oh, I'd, oh, I'd agree with you on flogs, but yeah. they're a bit more precious. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, like the uh, Collingwood drinking VBs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinking right. Chardonnay yes, and Rosés. Yes, yes, I've got like, you. I've got absolutely. you. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, absolutely gut-wrenching yeah. Uh, to come down to the last shot. And if you saw Wildcats had 17 less shots, the turnover count, that's yep. the game um, right there. But if you would have said that was grand final basketball, you absolutely mm. love it that um, yeah, down and wounded, but that's just the Wildcats culture. And to, to give himself a sniff um, was a yeah miraculous effort. Yeah, I think the ultimate optimist would have thought that uh, Perth are going to win. I think probably if you've been around, you know, Bryce Cotton's not playing, injuries all the way through. Luke Travers obviously injured as well. How do they win game two? Because I know that uh, you've been behind the walls, and it's not always the prettiest basketball. It's the structure and the plays and Trev working some magic. How do they win game two now? Yeah, and, and they did everything right. Like, they junked it up. Yeah, they had to have had a to lot of scoring. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing when you, you you don't have Bryce and all that sort of stuff. But um, the possession game, 17 extra shots. Yeah. You can't give it um, that sort of situation, give people a second chance in that regard. But they'll go back to that. They'll take... You know this. No one's going to take a moral victory. No one. Like no, they, no. They've got a standing ovation. They would have been like, oh, yeah, we did well. Like they're yeah. down 1 0. We might not get a spray series. from Trev. No, that's about it. He's going to be delivered and his beard gets more and more hairier. But yeah. I think they'll have to do that. They have to junk it up, try and attack Landau. Um, it will have to be Mooney and 
um, Magnet need to be a more imposing piece. Mm-hmm. Like they just have to get Landell, put him in foul trouble. Yeah. Um, Joe Kill's not the best defender. No. Put him under pressure. Now, you had a dilemma of your own during the week for the semi final. <laughs> yes. Tell us about what you had to do because you took to Twitter and. Uh, I couldn't work out the dilemma, to be honest with you. Ask the people <laughs> what to do. What was the dilemma? Well, the dilemma was it was my mother in law's uh, birthday. And so, obviously, that was on a Monday. I was given uh, the VIP tickets um, to sit in the corner. So, it was unlimited. Um, beverages, so even more of yes, an issue. Yes, 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 um, I'm seeing where you should have been. Oh, anyway. And so, yeah, so sat there and um, was offered that and was like, well, and I sort of put it out there, I've been offered these tickets, I know it's your birthday. Preempting, she said, oh, oh go ahead, worry. go to the game. Um, but it was more like, well, you, it was like guilty. Oh, you know, no. Like, yeah. You can go, but I'd be disappointed. Yeah. And, oh. yeah, and you said, that, that'd be a shame, I'm <laughs> sorry. So I put it out there. Now, what do I do? Do I bring her birthday to the arena, which was a resounding uh, answer? And the second one that came in, uh, which I I don't, I think it's a fair point. I asked, should I divorce my wife, which yeah. came in second, but resoundingly. The, the people yeah. did um, answer. It's just expensive. Yeah, exactly. that, if you took that method, it's expensive. That's the only way I <laughs> yeah, would. Yeah, but I'm retired now. I reckon it's the perfect <laughs> time. You know, it's like when I and now, well engaged my wife and bought the ring, it's what, it's four years of, of salary. Yeah. I did it when I was a development player earning $1,000 yeah, okay. for yep. the season. Yeah, so beautiful. Working well. And not much there. Now, uh, of course, we're going to catch up with Kevin White in about half an hour to go through the night. Now, Chris Goulding is a player, boomer. I don't want to compare him to Bryce Cotton, but he's that player that can hit those shots out his backside, and it's not out the backside because they've done it for so long. Chris Goulding, is, is he the key? I know we've got Landale, but I reckon foul trouble, as you mentioned, he is, um, yeah, you can get him in foul trouble. Chris Goulding, though, just hits those buckets when we don't want him. Yeah, as a as a basketball purist, I actually enjoyed his game. Yeah, like, no, as as, her, as tough as that is, 100%. being a Wildcats man, I looked at him and went and marvelled and went, yeah, like, mm. that was some tough shots. And even that play at the very end, um, he dove on the ball as the ball was going out um, to save it. They're they're sometimes game defining, championship winning plays, and he did that. He stood up. He's a boomer. He loves the moment. Mm. You know, like he. You want that? Even the shot before half time, I was like, what is that? And yeah, when he yeah. brought him, it gave him a, a bit of a sniff. So. Um, yeah, tough. You'd wish he was on our side. Yeah, and I found a line of 15 and a half points for Chris Gordon, so I wasn't overly upset last night with it. Tap Touch. The race starts when the bet's on. Tap Touch. Better your bet. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. The horses are on the track. This is Brit's Best. That's right, Brit's Best. This is where Brit has $50. The boys have $50. We try and make some money towards a charity by the end of the year, which is great. Now, we're up to 600 bucks, Britt. Mm-hmm. We've only had four bets. We got 600 in the kicker. Yep. It's going to a fantastic cause. Last week, you went in the quaddie. Yes. I've learnt to never ask for your advice because I did come here and say, okay, I've got two best bets. They're both at $4.20. Should we go one of those or should we go a quaddie? And yep. what, what did you tell me to do? Oh, I said go the quaddy, and the two won, and the quaddy lost. Correct. And I knew as soon as the first one won, I was like, oh, I just know how this ends for the quaddy. And sure enough, one leg, and the horse that we needed ran second. So, so. Greg, you'd be happy to know too that um, as a group, we've got six hundred dollars in <laughs> uh, in for Lifeline, which is obviously an important cause. So the we're boys at have contributed nothing. We haven't quite hit the jackpot yet. So Britt's been donating. We've been trying. Yeah, but you come to that last leg. That's your moment. You yeah. put it all on. That's right. When I win, when I win. You're going to win big. I'm winning big. 
Now, Britt, what have you gone with today? All right, race Because people seven. do listen, actually, before you go, someone pulled me up the other day and said, thank Britt for me. I won $200 on oh, the best bet you had the other day. Oh, so glad. there you go. I'm glad they did. That was did. me. Yeah. <laughs> race seven, number three, Amasinas. This is a mare going for five in a line. She's in serious form. She got home in 32.54. Like, if, you, if you're breaking 33 seconds for your final 600, you're a serious animal and... Uh, I think she'll be winning today. Okay, so once more. Race seven, number three, Amasinas. Seven, number three. I'll write that down myself. Yep. Uh, now, mine, <laughs> I go through the footy stuff. So, you, uh, as you imagine, Greg, I know what I'm talking about a lot, and I'm hitting winners all the time. <laughs> Hence why I'm doing a Saturday morning radio show. <clears throat> I'm not really a winner. <laughs> now, of course, we're going to go with the footy. What do you mean you're not a winner doing a Saturday morning radio show? No, no, I'm not making money out of it. Yeah, right. I'm not winning any time. So okay. that's why I probably don't follow me. Okay. I, I work to make money. I don't <laughs> win right. it on the punt. Today's the day. Now... We're going to go Port Adelaide to beat Gold Coast, a dollar fifty. Okay. And we're going to go Lockie Neal, last year's Brownlow medalist, off a syndesmosis injury. He's had a week or two to get himself back in. He's off the buy to have thirty disposals. Three dollars, fifty dollars on, hundred and fifty bucks the lifeline. Oh, I see you getting a you're cutting back the not legs. Not as brave today. No. Right? Not as brave. <laughs> today. I'm disappointed. I love additional legs. I would like to chuck in another leg. Right, Go on, Go on. This is a basketball game starting. Yes. Uh, Utah yes. v yes. LA Clippers. <laughs> yeah. uh, who, who, who's going to score Donovan Mitchell 32 and a half points? Or uh, is, is can... Bogdanovich there for overs and unders? No. no, he's not, unfortunately. Oh, yes, he is. Sorry, yes, he is. 17 and a half. Go overs, mate. Put it in. All yeah. right. He's in for seven and a half. There you go. Wait till, wait the wait till this is the leg that makes I've you. Had the arm bet. $5.58. Uh, Bogdanovich is in. So there you go. Port, Lockie. Bog- Bogdanovich. Bogan and Bogdanovich. Yeah, one of the, yeah, 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 that's the one. Yeah. So there you go. We're in. Brit's best for lifeline. Follow Brit. Maybe not. Greg and I, but anyway, we're doing it for life. One six hundred bucks. That was Brit's best. The tap touch. Gary Rowan. Is he going to be the hero? And he'll bend back. Rowan's won the game. Gary Rowan's done it after the siren. The Cats fans go ballistic, and that is a massive win, Geelong. Of course, catching up with Tommy Hawkins after 9 o'clock. But you said the same thing that I thought. You I, thought it was going right as well. As soon as it came off the boot, I thought he'd completely shanked it. And I thought, oh, no, go on here because I was cheering home Geelong. And uh, sure enough, Ben's back. And how good's footy? Have you ever had a, a moment like that, Zave? Uh, on the other side. So I played the game. I don't know if you remember the rivalries between Hawthorne and Geelong. We mm-hmm. lost 12 in a row or something by a goal or less. And Jimmy Bartel got us after the siren. Tommy Hawkins got us after the oh. siren. Now I never really had the joys of it, but uh, Gary the, Rowan. The despair. Yeah, I know. Like oh. to think too, they got in front and then they fought and fought and fought the doggies. Uh, Norton went down with a rib injury. Of course, Pill Thunder's own Aaron Norton rib injury, which is uh, concerning for the future weeks if he's broken a rib there. But to see, like, all he needed was a point to draw, mm. and that, that's one of those ones where you go, you've got the whole, you know, what is it, eighteen meters to aim at and just kick it through, and you. That yeah. was unbelievable how it, it went straight through. Chris Scott's reaction, you've, you've, oh. got, you've had a coach that um, gets quite fiery. Chris Scott gets fiery. Oh. <laughs> how do you enjoy it or don't enjoy it? it? No, yeah. I love it. The passion, that's what sports is about, even him smashing the window and you can imagine that and, and you 
just you, you put yourself in that shoes and mm. say, like, God, you just oh, like I'd run through a brick roll at that moment. As yeah, well. I Maybe. see his reactions being made into a gif, which would be used for <laughs> every moment possible for the man. rest of the season. He, he, the hub did him the world of good. <laughs> he got a bit of tan, grew the <laughs> yeah. hair, grew the. He, honestly, he came out of the hub. Yeah. Probably went in a six out of ten. Came out an eight. Like incredible stuff. <laughs> this is what we get on Saturday morning. Xavier Ellis rating other oh, men out of quickly, ten. Who is the hottest coach in the AFL? Mm. I'd say Chris Scott. Chris Scott. Yeah, you're raising. Oh, I, I don't mind Bevo. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Just going out there. I, I've got a little thing for Bevo. Chris so. over Bevo. Oh, Bucks as well. Anyway, so there's the hottest coach Bucks in the AFL. Misses. Uh, Geelong, I said during the week, Geelong, oh, you fan, weren't you? Yes. Well, I just couldn't believe. I thought she was 20. Yes. I saw the pictures. I thought, oh, he's really done well for himself. You're a young <laughs> young girl. She's a, I think she's a mother of three. I think mm. she's 40-something. I well, no wonder he's quick footy. Yeah. Have a bit of fun, Bucks. my wife. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I said during the week, I think Geelong, Win the flag. I thought I mozzed them, and I'm sort of trying to do that a little bit. <laughs> Who do you reckon wins the flag? Did you see enough out of Geelong, or are you still sitting with the, the Melbournes of the sides, or maybe even West Coast with their players coming back? Uh, yeah, I think that experience. I think, look, I don't, I, I still don't think the D's and the Swans and the Bulldogs and that, like Port Adelaide, are, yeah. I feel still like they're pretending. Yeah. Um, I still reckon Richmond and, and Geelong and even West Coast to a point are the, the experience yeah, being the there, done one, it. Absolutely. I don't think West Coast this year. I, I Get out. gave up. I Hang know, on. I know. Not the Nuffy um, cheers card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't all get VIP tickets like you guys sitting here, all right? Sometimes we can just have to go where we can afford. Are you actually at the front with them? Yes. No, oh. Mike. No, 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 she, she had, honestly, if you, I'll, I'll find the vision. She had a, you know, the floggers that they hang over the fence. I did not. Oh, I saw her hanging over the fence. My friends had with membership seats. And when they kick it going, they go, Joshy, 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 oi, oi, oi. And I was definitely getting amongst the oi, oi, oi. You can't help it. You're in amongst the people. It's great atmosphere. And you wouldn't know about it, guys. You sit I up sit, there, I you sit drink your free back. drinks. No, I'm in the um, alcohol free section at times. Oh, that's exactly how boring. If they offered those tickets to me, I'd go to the Camfield. Yeah. <laughs> It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends, the Newtown Toyota. Now, of course, this time every week, we like to scour ourselves through the sporting landscape. There's a lot of sport going on at the moment, Britain. You're the number one race, and I know you've got no voice. It's a cesspit of germs in here at the moment, but... Give it your best go, Britt. We'll see how your voice goes, but where are we going today with the races? I think the voice is good. Oh, hang on. I think I need to just not try project it, and it just stays a little bit lower, and uh, Brett... No, nah, you know, nah, you the key. You still got a bit of bread about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today, you yeah, see, it's going again. Today at Belmont, the Roroa Belmont Guineas. So it's for the three year olds at a mile. Billy Ain't Silly looks pretty hard to beat there. And uh, also, what I think has contributed to this voice is I've been up late watching Royal Ascot during this week, and it's the final night tonight. So looking forward to that, although I might need to be tucked up in bed. Not watching it. Did they race last night? They, because there was yeah. word that it might have been called off with the amount of rain. Yeah, there was a lot going on. They thought that they were going to call it off, but they managed to soldier on. Crowds? Crowds. Um, I don't think they've got they've got a certain amount. Yeah, it's tap. all restricted, yeah. and but they, they've got crowds there, which has been amazing because last year they came back to no one. Mm-hmm. But I think they are still under some restrictions. Have you ever been? No, I haven't. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, it's one of yeah. those. We've created a real bucket list on this show. I think there's not a week that goes by. Well, yeah, we have to do that. We don't have a big well. budget at the moment at Triple M here yeah. for Dead Set Legends, so I can't imagine our Royal Ascot experience will be a top hat heading out to Ascot near the airport. I can't but imagine you in a top hat and tails also. No, you'd be very surprised. Would I? 
I feel like you look like a penguin. Very handsome man when I dress up. Now, mate, Greg, you've been, uh, what did, what's interested you over well, we the weekend? We can't go by the world game. Yeah. Uh, Euro 2020 and uh, that one overnight. Sweden beating Slovakia 1 0. Emil Fosberg with a penalty. Yes. Uh, Croatia and Czech Republic a 1 1 draw. And then it would have been an absolute uh, well, spectacle of a game in terms of fans. England and Scotland going 0 0. It's not in terms of the game. Yeah. Yeah, we don't see too many goals in soccer. No. But um, no, that would um, yeah, played last night. And I have to mention my motherland, Hungary. Hungary? Yeah, I did. Are you Hungarian? Motherland. Hungarian, yeah. Really? So, yeah, I'm a. I, oh, I could share this story later. Like, Come from an illegal immigrant. Um, and I'm, I mean, an probably not a good immigrant. Probably not <laughs> no, a good story. Sorry, saying that, that's mate. what I'm saying. My mum came over here. I only really? found out when I went to get my passport and I asked for her citizenship papers. And yeah. she goes, I don't have any. Wait, she didn't tell you before then? No, like, so did you, was it your mum's parents that came over? Or no, no, mum came over. They basically said, Do you want to go to Canada and or Australia? And she chose Australia. I lived in the KGB growing mm. up, Kandula Girouin Balga. So I resided in Balga <laughs> for the first five years of yeah. my life, the most multicultural network of friends ever. Yeah. Um, and literally didn't know this until I lost my passport, as you do, went to go get one on a road trip. And, um, yeah, asked her that, and she was like, I'm a legal immigrant. So I'm not, I'm not sure why I'm sharing this on air, because my mum will, will leave. We're past, yeah. we past the eight seconds dumping, too. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's out there. But, um, no, amazing um, doing that. So, so if you don't mind me asking, to become a citizen, did yes. you have to do a ceremony yourself? No, so because I was born here. Yeah. So that was fine. And then I don't even, like, because mum's got, like, stuff now, and even license. But I remember mum didn't have a license for, like, 20 years. The AFP are just suddenly driving <laughs> around to your mum's <laughs> place. Yeah. So she hasn't paid tax for 20 years. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> She's like, Brit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one for me too. That is a good story, actually. But I'm following the Super Netball super closely this year. West Coast Fever, obviously, starting with a three-game penalty. We had Jess Ansys on last week. They will win that premiership. No dramas in the world. 7-0 still sitting second. Poor old Melbourne Vixens. They are going to get pantsed this weekend. They're going great guns. But also, the US Open in the golf's going. Now, there's a story that I'm following. Bland and Henley are winning a five-under, but John Rahm is three-under. Now, John Rahm is the golfer who was seven, five shots up or seven shots up? Uh, six, I think Six was, in the yeah. leading tournament going into the last day and got the pat on the shoulder to say he had COVID and had to pull out of the tournament. They didn't let him play. Six shots clear. So the vision is incredible. He's walking off the 18th after day three, thinking six-shot lead. I could use a pull cue and I'll still win from here. <laughs> and what was the and, prize pull? Uh, it was to win about two million. So yeah, two million. none of that. No, no, no. Could not finish DFQ. Oh, You've basically you spent were... the two million on the yeah. final hole. Like yeah. you're thinking about it already. So they, as he walked off, there was a group which I found really strange too, because you just you know the man's got COVID, and four people go walk within thirty centimeters of him to tell him he's disqualified, and then yeah, that was it. Packed up, uh, and he went off for. Um, whatever it was, he went off for um, seven days quarantine or whatever the rules are. But yeah, he was going to win a tournament, two million dollars. He got pulled out That's on cool. the as he walked off on the day three. See if you can save five hundred dollars off a solar power system. Head to solarheart.com.au. All right, of course, it's Mickey the Master, but Greg the Guru today. Six hundred dollars, five questions. You get one opportunity for a chop out. Britt or I can help you with one answer only, $600. Greg's got the questions, and we're going to be playing with Cameron. Good morning, Cameron. G'day, mate. How Cameron, how are we? Are you excited? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. Perfect. Now, what sport do you follow? Are you, are you an eagle? Are you a docker? Uh, I follow the West Coast. All right. The West Coast Eagles. So do you, how did you enjoy Sunday night? 
Oh, it was incredible. Was it a, to come back. Yeah, it was an amazing win. Greg, uh, if you hadn't seen the video, mm. uh, made love to a cushion. But anyway, <laughs> we move on now, mate. Uh, so, unfortunately, Mitch's been sanctioned. We've covered that. Greg is going to be in charge of the questions. You do have one opportunity, if you don't know the answer, to throw to Brit or I. Brit has a phone in her hand a lot of the time. Now, I don't know why, but I don't trust her, but it might be helpful for you, Cam. I'll pass you over to Greg right now. Perfect, Cameron. Drum roll. Josh Kennedy kicked the winning goal for the West Coast Eagles last weekend against Richmond. Who was the player who kicked it to him? Uh, that would be Liam Ryan. Well done. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. A lot of um, talk about 15? Josh Kennedy's goal, but how clean was he to nudge the Richmond player under one hand pick up and then yeah. rifle it in? It was a brilliant play. He is sensational. Number two, in what year did Fremantle make their only AFL grand final appearance? 2013. Oh. Mighty Hawk smacked him. Did not miss a beat. Yeah, we got a hold of him. Okay, oh. this is promising. Well done, Cam. 600 Two. bucks could be going your way. Three more. All right. Earlier this week, who won the men's French Open title last weekend? Uh, that would be Novak Djokovic. Yeah. He's Beautiful. confident. Gee whiz. Not even taking a second to think about it. What do you do for a crust, Cam? Uh, carpenter at the moment. Okay. Nice, I was hoping nice to say professional quiz master. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Number four, which WA race course has the tagline? The winter racing alternative, Port Headland, multiple choice, Broome or Kalgoorlie? Ooh. Um, I think I might have to ask Britt for that. Well, I'm just waiting for a mate. So Britt Taylor, the racing guru, the queen of racing around Australia, Grab that phone, Leachie. It'll be... Ask the question once more for us, Greg. <laughs> Which WA race course has the tagline, the winter racing alternative? Multiple choice, the beautiful city of Port Hedland. Oh, yeah. Broome. Oh, yeah. Or Kalgoorlie. I've never heard the wow. this, but I would say it's Broome. Is that your Can... final answer? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yes. Oh, well Bro- have you done Broom Cup? I certainly have. I've done. Uh, that is one of the sort of annual meetings I try to get to, and I uh, have worked a fair few of them. And it is a very, very good rant. Now that is for the bucket list. Well, I have a newly born niece in Broom as of two days ago, so I might oh, just sort of absolutely. two in one it. That yep. might be a good plan. You need to get there. All right, Cam the man for five for five, six hundred dollars in your pocket. What a great way to start the weekend. What are you doing afterwards, Cam? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Last week, we spoke to West Coast Fever player Jess Atnes. We asked her which of her teammates was Queen B at the club. Who did she choose? Now, this is multiple choice. Yep. Janelle Fly- Fowler or Courtney Bruce? I'm going to say Janelle Fowler. Ooh. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm not sure. My palms are sweaty. It's oh, mate, I am nervous, Cam. Jeez. Had mum spaghetti. I thought you had 600 <laughs> bucks in your kicker and then yeah. you've done this. <laughs> 600 bucks, mate, in your pocket for a Saturday morning. Well done. Thank you. What do you do with the 600? Uh, I need to fix my car up at the moment. What's wrong with the car? Is it the... There's something Tires? wrong with the radio. Well, you know, was... you could go to Newtown Toyota there and just get go. a new one. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> Newtown Toyota. Are you, uh, are you familiar with Newtown Toyota's work there, uh, Cam? 
Uh, not really. No. Well, let, just listen into this. The all-new Toyota Kluger is coming this month. The Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. It's a seven-seater SUV available in all-wheel drive, hybrid, that charges as you drive. Register your interest at Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Cam, how's that sound? Oh, you've led us into that beautifully, Cam. <laughs> Cam, what do, you do for, what do you do for a living again? Uh, just a carpenter. Oh, well, Make you need crazy. cargo space, mate. And a two-ton <laughs> brake towing capacity across this range perfect for you, mate. Well done. There you go, Kim. Yes. Thank you. We got a credit out, and you just won $600. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. This motorsport update is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Beautiful. What a lovely time to talk some motorsport with Greg Russ from Rusty's Garage. Of course, grab his podcast, available on the listener app right now. Good morning, Rusty. Legends, good morning. I love the fact that the Gregs are ruling the legends today. Nice to see Greg High getting uh, getting a set of keys for the weekend. Hey, how good? Yeah, yeah we wanted him on the court last night for the Wildcats, unfortunately. We need him out of retirement. <laughs> Very good. Mate, Very good. mate, let's start. We've got so much motorsport to cover, starting in Darwin with the supercars. What's the latest? Well, I mean, it's a bit like around the grounds of motorsport today, isn't it, all over the world? So, uh, pinnacle event um, for the sport in, in Darwin. It's always, for you know, the past 20 years been one that, that everyone in the sport looks forward to up there. And obviously, we're a bit starved after mm. the postponement of the Winton round. So, Jamie Wincup's going fastest on uh, on Friday in practice there. Bit of news in the lead-up as well, with Chas Mossett re-signing with the Walking Short team, which is good news. Mm. And and the festival feel of this event, guys, it's been uh, sort of accentuated this year. There's a bit of drag racing on up there, and the superbikes are there too. Craig Lowndes going for a, a trillion-passenger ride yesterday with one of the superbike riders around the track. Pretty cool. Very much around the grounds. The Formula Ones are in France this weekend, 9pm tomorrow for the race. Some encouraging signs for Dan Ricciardo. Come on, Britt. Where's the bonjour? Where's the... Oh, yes, uh, bonjour. Uh, uh, merci beaucoup. <laughs> we're, we're calling her Brett today, unfortunately. Yeah, my she's voice lost is, the voice. The voice so uh, she's battling oh. away. So it's All Brett right, here well, today. I can help you out here. <laughs> um, so uh, France is obviously the, the, the racetrack there. And then the next two stops on the tour, which are back-to-back races in Austria, very different to what we've seen of late at Azerbaijan and, uh, and of course, at Monaco, which are unforgiving street tracks. So... For Daniel, it's a chance, he says, uh, to experiment with the car a bit more because they're kind of traditional tracks that do allow you to, to make a little bit of a mistake. And he's trying to find that really tight, uh, fine-tuned sort of window to unlock the car. And the encouraging signs are that he was faster than his teammate in the first practice session, a little bit further back in the second, but that's often where they're simulating the Grand Prix pace. And if you look at it uh, right across the, the, the blocks there, it's probably Max Verstappen that's, that's looking like the fastest guy going into to Sunday's race and obviously qualifying is on tonight our time. And Russ, the MotoGP is in Deutschland. That's Germany, if uh, you didn't know that. Deutschland. But Jack Miller uh, finished ninth in uh, practice over nice, but it's not always been the easiest place for the Ducati's teams in the past. What can we ex- expect from Jack? Well done. Uh, the track itself is called the Saxon Ring, which is a bit of a... Oh, I've actually been there many years ago now. It's a little bit like a roller coaster. It's a really cool place. Um, in the past, as you rightly point out, it's not been, um, in, in the recent past anyway, a, a typically good venue for uh, the Ducati. But Jack's not mm. worried about that historical or, or statistical stuff. He's actually been the fastest guy in the first two sectors. And when commentators talk about a lap, they often break the track down into parts. And those first two parts, he's actually been the man. So I think they're good building blocks heading into qualifying tonight. And he's obviously coming off the back of some great 
uh, you know, podiums and back-to-back race wins and so on. So I reckon maybe he might shape that, uh, that statistic up this weekend. Well, Rusty, mate, we've been to Germany, France. I'm going to finish in Italian. Grazie. I think, I, I think that's right. I'm not sure, mate. Of course, grab Rusty's uh, podcast, Rusty's Garage, from the listener app right now. Thanks, mate. Enjoy your weekend. Great stuff, guys. Always good to catch up. Thank you. Bendix breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Four-time champion. I was wondering why four and not five, mm. but it makes perfect sense. You've only got four fingers. Well, well, got... I, I noticed then when you're sitting there, you've actually lost a finger. Yeah, I've got four. I've got five fingers, just four and a half. Digits. Four and a half. Four fingers, yeah. No, it's. I'll I'll try and wrap up really quickly. Whilst I was playing college in in America, laryngitis, and I had a finger. What's laryngitis? Like, lost my voice. Oh, right. Yeah, basically, it's going to happen. So you got a Brit. I could not speak for six weeks, so unfortunately, don't be nervous. But um, (laughs) but I remember I always shower before games, and I had my finger in the hinges of a door. My roommate slammed it. Like, literally, three quarters of it was off. So I got rushed to hospital, you know. Slammed it for a reason? Was no, he no, 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 no. He didn't or? even know. Because right. well, I didn't even know. So I was screaming, obviously, laying Joyce. He didn't even know what was going on. So he's like looking at me and then there's blood everywhere. Six weeks later, it's all done and dusted. I'm messing around with a mate. As you do, I tried to get out of a door. They shut the door. It was one of those fire doors. So literally, my finger just flew off. Oh, <laughs> what? So I'm in a, in a hospital in Montana yeah. um, and like, I'm yeah, up my wazoo in terms of drugs yeah. and all that sort of stuff, feeling good. I rock up back up to my place at 7 in the morning. The end of my finger is on a, on my desk. <laughs> my mate, and he's like, I wrote a message, like, I thought I'd keep it. Four years later, I came back to Wildcats. I remember waking up in the morning, and I was like, my finger is in, like, so much pain. Mm. I was went upstairs. My mother-in-law was there. She's like talking about your son and, and his issues. Yeah. I was like, pus and stuff. Yeah. Tell yeah. about his finger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was bone. I was pushing it. Bone fragments started coming out of this, like, this oh, wound no. in there. Yeah. And I had went to hospital. Um, they they were like, you might lose your whole arm because oh. they thought it was infected. Like, it no was way. bone infection. Lucky enough, it was, I had to be on an IV drip and yeah. all this sort of stuff, and I ended up cleaning up my finger. But, yes, yeah, so now it's amputated. So whenever anyone asks me, I always say it's a shark attack to sound cool, <laughs> but when people look at it too, I do like, you know, some speaking gigs, they like look at them, like, I know you're looking at yeah, this like weird E.T. Right finger. Right yeah. Are weird you finger. Finger. <laughs> <laughs> so, Can color? I confirm, there was actually no correlation with the laryngitis. No. I was, so just, I, I was just trying to make make you scared. So I'm what will happen is, is once, yeah, no. You'll lose your finger, yeah. no one will hear you, you'll eventually come back and you'll have no yeah. finger. So you've lost a gem in the door twice. Yeah, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I mean, it's just, the, it's just the top. It's the, just the top of the nail. It is. Yeah. Oh, it's all gone, though.